Hello all, and welcome to the Next Generation AF2 and F3 podcast. My name is Ryan, and on this episode will be the long-awaited season review for the 2022 FIA Formula 3 Championship. To start the season review in F3 will be the pole positions that were achieved in qualifying at the nine rounds contested this year. At the first round of the season in Bahrain, at the Bahrain International Circuit, it was Franco Colapinto for VAR for 146.249. At the second round of the season in Imola, at the Autodrome Internazionale Enzo Idino Ferrari, it was Zay Maloney for Trident for 141.180. At the third round of the season in Spain, at the Circuit de Barcelona Catalunya, it was Roman Stanek for Trident with a 133. 0.516. At the fourth round of the season in Silverstone, at the Silverstone circuit, it was Zach O'Sullivan for Carlin, with a 144.597. At the fifth round of the season in Austria, at the Red Bull Ring, it was Isaac Hadra for High Tech, with a 119.759. At the sixth round of the season in Hungary, at the Hungara Ring, it was Alex Smalley for MP Motorsport, with a 132. 0.740. At the seventh round of the season in Belgium, at the Circuit de Spa-Francorchamps, it was Kea Collette for MP Motorsport with a 211.289. At the eighth round of the season in the Netherlands, at the Circuit Zandvoort, it was Zay Maloney for Trident with a 124.386. At the ninth round of the season in Italy, at the Autodromo Nazionale di Monza, it was Alex Smalley for MP Motorsport, with a 137.559. After the nine rounds of this season, Maloney and Smalley achieved the most pole positions with two each respectively. Colapinto, Stanek, O'Sullivan and Hadjar all achieved one pole position each during the season. From a team's perspective, Trident and MP Motorsport achieved the most pole positions with three, followed by VAR, Carlin and Hitech, who achieved one pole each this season. Next up are the qualifying gaps between first and second from each round that has that was contested this season. In Bahrain, the gap between first and second was 0.065 seconds between Franco Colapinto and Roman Stanek. In Imola, the gap between first and second was 0.107 seconds between Zay Maloney and Roman Stanek. In Spain, the gap between first and second was 0.052 seconds between Roman Stanek and Victor Martens. In Silverstone, the gap between first and second was 0.027 seconds between Zach O'Sullivan and Arthur Leclerc. In Austria, the gap between first and second was 0.221 seconds between Isaac Hadja and Viktor Martens. In Hungary, the gap between first and second was 0.126 seconds between Alex Smolia and Zay Maloney. In Belgium, the gap between first and second was 0.262 seconds between Kate Collette and Zay Maloney. In the Netherlands, the gap between First and second was 0.289 seconds between Zay Maloney and Victor Martens. In Italy, the gap between first and second was 0.047 seconds between Alex Smolia and Zay Maloney. 
After the nine rounds that were contested in the season, the average gap between first and second in qualifying was 0.132 seconds, with six rounds being less than the average and three rounds being more than the average. Six out of the nine rounds had gaps within two tenths, and all of the rounds had a gap within three tenths. Next up are the race winners from each round that was contested this season. In Bahrain, the race winners were Isaac Hadjar in the sprint race and Victor Martens in the feature race. In Imola, the race winners were Franco Colapinto in the sprint race and Roman Stanek in the feature race. In Spain, the race winners were David Vidales in the sprint race and Victor Martens in the feature race. In Silverstone, the race winners were Isaac Hadjar in the sprint race and Arthur Leclerc in the feature race. In Austria, the race winners were Jack Crawford in the sprint race and Isaac Hadjar in the feature race. In Hungary, the race winners were Kay Collette in the sprint race and Alex Smolia in the feature race. In Belgium, the race winners were Oliver Behrman in the sprint race and Zane Maloney in the feature race. In the Netherlands, the race winners were Kay Collette in the sprint race and Zane Maloney in the feature race. In Italy, the race winners were Franco Colapinto in the sprint race and Zane Maloney in the feature race. In the 18 races that were contested in the season, there were 11 different race winners, with Isaac Hadjar and Zane Maloney with 3 wins, followed by Colette, Colapinto and Martens with 2, and Smolia, Leclerc, Vidales, Crawford, Behrman and Stanek with 1, each respectively. In relation to Hadjar, Maloney, Colette, Colapinto and Martens, they are also the only winners to have won at multiple rounds of the championship with Hadjar in Bahrain, Silverstone in Austria, Maloney in Belgium, the Netherlands in Italy, Colette in Hungary and Belgium, Colapinto in Imola in Italy, and Martens in Bahrain and Spain. With everyone who scored a race victory this season, 8 out of the 11 race winners that have been mentioned were also maiden winners in Formula 3, with Hadjar in Bahrain, Colapinto and Stanek in Imola, Vidales in Spain, Crawford in Austria, Colette in Hungary, and Behrman and Maloney in Belgium. The race winners that had already won a race prior to the start of the 2022 FI Formula 3 Championship were Alex Smolia and Arthur Leclerc, who both won a total of two times last season, and Victor Martins, who won once last season. From a team's perspective, Trident had the most wins with four respectively, followed by Hi-Tech and MP Motors and Prema with three, ART and VAR with two, and Campos with one. An interesting thing of note is that MP Motorsport were the only team this season to have clean slept a race weekend in regards to race victories at a round of the championship, in which they achieved this feat with Kay Klett and Alex Molia at the sixth round of the season in Hungary. Next up are the podium finishes from each round that was contested this season. In Bahrain, the podium finishes were Isaac Hadjar, Oliver Behrman and Alex Wall in the sprint race, and Victor Martins, Arthur Leclerc and Gregoire Saucy in the feature race. In Imola, the podium finishes were Franco Colapinto, Victor Martins and Jack Crawford in the sprint race, and Roman Stanek, Jack Crawford and Isaac Hadjar in the feature race.
In Spain, the podium finishes were David Vidales, Jack Crawford, and Kerry Claire in the sprint race, and Victor Martins, Roman Stanek, and Isaac Hadjar in the feature race. In Silverstone, the podium finishes were Isaac Hadjar, Victor Martins, and Reese Ushijima in the sprint race, and Arthur Leclerc, Zach O'Sullivan, and Oliver Behrman in the feature race. In Austria, the podium finishes were Jack Crawford, Kay Collette, and Franco Colapinto in the sprint race, and Azak Hadra, Victor Martens, and Oliver Behrman in the feature race. In Hungary, the podium finishes were Kay Collette, Franco Colapinto, and Kushmane in the sprint race, and Alex Smolia, Zane Maloney, and Oliver Behrman in the feature race. In Belgium, the podium finishes were Oliver Behrman, Roman Stanek, and Alex Smolia in the sprint race, and Zane Maloney, Roman Stanek, and Oliver Behrman in the feature race. In the Netherlands, the podium finishes were Kay Collette, Wamamel Correa, and Saka Sullivan in the sprint race, and Zane Maloney, Victor Martens, and Franco Colapinto in the feature race. In Italy, the podium finishes were Alex Smolia, Oliver Behrman, and Kay Collette in the sprint race, and Zane Maloney, Oliver Behrman, and Jack Crawford in the feature race. This season, had 16 different drivers on the podium, with Behrman with the most with eight, followed by Martens with six, Colette, Colapinto, Hadjar, and Crawford with five, Stanek and Maloney with four, Smalley with three, Leclerc and O'Sullivan with two, and Vidales, Saucy, Correa, Maney, and Ushijima with one. From a team's perspective, there were eight different teams that stood on the podium this season, with Prima achieving the most podiums with 14, followed by MP Motorsport with 9, Trident and ART with 8, VAR with 6, Hitech with 5, Carlin with 2, and Campos with 1. After the final round of the season in Italy, FIA Formula 3 had four days of testing in Jerez, in which Gabriel Mini topped the times on day 1, Gabriel Bortoletto topped the times on day two, and Franco Colapinto topped the times on day three. In more detail about the postseason FIA Formula 3 testing, here are the top 10 in the final classifications for each day at Jerez. For day one at the Circuito de Jerez, it was in first, Gabriel Mini with a 130.500. Second, Kalen Frederick. Third, Pepe Marti, 4th, Zach O'Sullivan, 5th, Reese Ushijima, 6th, Gregoire Saucy, 7th, Christian Mansell, 8th, Sebastian Montoya, 9th, Johnny Edgar, and 10th, Dino Beganovic. For day 2 at the Circuit de Jerez, it was in 1st, Gabriel Bortoletto with a 129.554, 2nd, Pepe Marti, 3rd, Zach O'Sullivan, 4th, Kalen Frederick, 5th, Oliver Gerf, 6th, Leonardo Fornaroli, 7th, Paul Aron, 8th, Gabriel Mini, 9th, Franco Colapinto, and 10th, Taylor Baynard. For day 3 at the Circuito de Jerez, it was in 1st, Franco Colapinto with a 129.617. Second, Oliver Gerf. Third, Gabriel Bortoletto. Fourth, Gabriel Mini. Fifth, Pepe Marti. Sixth, Dino Beganovic. Seventh, Taylor Barnard. Eighth, 
Paul Aron, 9th, Zach O'Sullivan, and 10th, Murray Boyer. Next up are the championship standings of both the Drivers' Championship of everyone who scored points during the season and the Teams' Championship. The overall Drivers' Championship standings in the 2022 FIA Formula 3 Championship are as follows. In first is Victor Martens with 139 points. In second is Zay Maloney with 134 points. In third is Oliver Behrman with 132 points. In fourth is Isaac Hadjar with 123 points. In fifth is Roman Stanek with 117 points. In sixth is Arthur Leclerc with 114 points. In seventh is Jack Crawford with 109 points. In eighth is Kaya Collette with 88 points. In ninth is Franco Colapinto with 76 points. In tenth is Alex Smolia with 76 points. In 11th is Zach O'Sullivan with 54 points. In 12th is Johnny Edgar with 46 points. In 13th is Juan Manuel Correa with 39 points. In 4th is Kushmani with 31 points. In 5th is Gregoire Saucy with 30 points. In 16th is David Vidales with 29 points. In 17th is Kalen Frederick with 27 points. In 18th is William Alatalo with 24 points. In 19th is Oliver Gerf with 15 points. In 20th is Reese Usujima with 13 points. In 21st is Sebastian Montoya with 7 points. In 22nd is Oliver Rasmussen with 4 points. In 23rd is Brad Benavidez with 3 points. In 24th is Ido Cohen with 2 points. In 25th is Rafael Villagomez with 2 points. In 26th is Pepe Marti with 2 points. And in 27th is Francesco Pizzi with 1 point. The overall team's championship standings in the 2022 FI Formula 3 Championship are as follows. In 1st is Prema with 355 points. In second is Trident with 301 points. In third is ART with 208 points. In fourth is MP Motorsport with 195 points. In fifth is High Tech with 150 points. In sixth is VAR with 91 points. In seventh is Carlin with 57 points. In eighth is Campos with 53 points. In ninth is Genza with 26 points, and in 10th is Chavruz with 1 point. Before this episode comes to an end, I want to say who I think was the driver of the season in the FI Formula 3 Championship. In my opinion, the driver of the season has to go to Victor Martens. This is really difficult to decide who was the best of them all this season as there were at least 5 drivers including Martens that could have quite easily have been the one that was chosen for the driver of the season, such as Zane Maloney, Oliver Behrman, Isaac Hadjar and Roman Stanek, who all have very legitimate reasons of why they could have been chosen, but the reasons why Martens was chosen are as follows. His consistency significantly benefited him throughout the season, in that other than retirements from races, he only had one finish outside of the points, 
and altogether had 15 points finishes, which collectively proved to be an extremely crucial thing to his championship due to how close the final standings were. In more detail, two of his three retirements that occurred this season in the sprint race held in Bahrain and the sprint race held in Spain, he then won the feature race at both of those rounds where more points are able to be scored in those particular races compared to the sprint race, so he didn't lose as much points as he possibly could have if, let's say, he lost those points in the feature race if it was reversed. The way that he conducted himself with his extra year of experience in the FI Formula 3 Championship really proved to be a difference in how he approached the season as it progressed with a more calculated approach similar to that of the Formula 1 legend in absolutely every sense and fellow countryman, four-time Formula 1 World Drivers Champion Alain Prost, who, to anyone that doesn't know, Prost during his career was never necessarily known to be a massive risk taker compared to that of his former teammate, the late and great Ayrton Senna. As Prost, rather than risk a retirement, he would be contempt with a fifth place finish compared to finishing fourth if he knew that it was more beneficial for him to be scoring points regardless rather than potentially ruin his race with a silly mistake that wasn't needed in the first place. That's not to say he didn't make mistakes during his career, but there is a reason why Prost was known as the Professor. So, in other words, Martin's taking a Prost-like approach to his championship-winning campaign seriously benefited him in so many ways with a well-deserved championship when it was all said and done. If Martin's is promoted to Formula 2 for next year, I think it is almost certain to occur in my opinion, but nothing has been confirmed outright just yet and he is able to replicate how he went about this season in Formula 3, it will be, at the very least, a championship contending season for him, and it is very much possible that he could go back-to-back championships, which, if so, will give Alpine a massive headache in regards to their driver situation, as the race seats in their Formula 1 team are currently secured for 2024 by Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly as well as other extremely promising drivers such as Jack Doohan, who, just like Maritans, is also in the Alpine Driver Academy, and will also want to stake his claim for an Alpine Formula 1 race seat throughout next season in Formula 2. As always for me, thank you so very much for listening to this episode of The Next Generation, AF2 and F3 Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and until the next episode, in which will be the preview of the Abu Dhabi round for F2. I wish you guys the absolute very best, and see you all next time.